And now, back to the Johnny B Show. Drag queen names and boom, hour and a half gone. We got Rhett Matthew here. Hello, hello. He is our pal. He is a co-worker. And he is uh, also the host of the Cannon Fire podcast, which is a up-and-coming, really great Buccaneer podcast from a fan's uh, point of view, which is what I like. That's how I like my podcast. Yeah. You know? we, we don't try to be the guys that you want to come and get all your news from. We don't try to be the be-all, end-all in Bucks podcast. You're not just, throwing stats out like nah, crazy. No, nah, yeah. dude. We're just talking about a team that hopefully everyone listens to loves. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what I think that's what people want when they listen to uh, a fan podcast. They want to kind of have uh, – uh, they, they want to feel like they're sitting around with their buddies at a bar talking about football. We have guys that actually know about the team. I, I, one thing – there's two guys I don't like to talk football with. Guys that think they know too much – are guys that know nothing at all. I need, I need something right in the middle. I need like a a solid fan. Like I'm a I'm an Uber Bucks fan, but I try not to be this this super like sports geek Bucks fan where I'm going to tell you where they went to middle school and God damn you in that microphone, Red. I'm, I'm so kidding. sorry. I didn't, right. I didn't realize it was that loud. Yeah, it's okay, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's no, tough. no, no, no. It's okay. It's tough I love. I actually punched on it the first time she did that. Oh. Uh, seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. That's a fact. That's <laughs> not even a joke, dude. Yeah. Why do you, you think you, you don't remember like it? It's a joke. That ain't no goddamn joke. No, it was violence. It was, it was hashtag you too. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that at all. Um, <laughs> we were telling a story during the break about when he was on the Sewok and uh, oh, you had some Jesus technical Christ. difficulties. Dude. Oh my God. I don't even want to think about and now, that. And now Rhett's whole family hates you because they tuned in I for his radio him. debut. I hate me too. And, yeah. Uh, that was a dumpster fire. Like that first <laughs> segment was like great. And then it was just the worst time of my life. Wasn't there like commercials playing over a replay and everything oh, else? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's it, exactly what it was. A replay and commercials playing over each it, other. If I remember correctly, it was as soon as we went to commercials, the replay just kind of kicked on. And yeah. you had two of these promos right. playing at the same time. You've got so the sweeper good. on the end of the break, and then right. it just, it was a mess. There was supposed to be a content break, but it was a replay, and then the commercials started playing of the replay, and uh, I, I freaked out. You know, uh, when, when you say, hey, do you remember where you were when that happened? I do, actually. I was sitting in the drive-thru of a Sonic. During to... my 9-11. Yeah. It was, <laughs> there was a long drive-thru at the Sonic, but I had one of these hankerings for tater tots. I just had to have some, right? So I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to you guys. And then when I heard the replay the playing play. over the commercials, I immediately went to Bone TV because I needed to see Frantic Anna, right? I needed it. <laughs> I needed this entertainment in my life. Sure, I could have called you and maybe tried to talk it through and maybe together we could have figured it out. Uh-uh. 
I'm going to watch this <laughs> dumpster fire happen right on my phone as I'm waiting for tater tots. What did you see? I saw <laughs> I saw you and Rhett running around like a scene from Benny Hill, right? <laughs> Your arms are flailing. And then I saw a board up I've never seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen him to this day, uh, actually. No, he quit that night. Or he got killed by the Clintons <laughs> that night. So he... He runs in, and this is all like pantomime because I don't have audio, right? It's a commercial break, and I'm also listening to one of your replays on top of the commercials. And I see the guy pointing at the computer like, I don't know what the F's going on. And I see you like, oh. And at one point, I see Rhett put both of his hands on his head, and he like almost is pulling his hair. And I'm like, ha, <laughs> enjoy your radio debut, buddy. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. Oh, my God. I just went screaming through the halls. I know. I laughed <laughs> so hard. Like, I was almost making pee-pee in my car. It was great. Thank you for that. That was awesome. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you're the best. Um, so we're bringing Rhett on uh, on Monday nights now to talk bucks because what better time to bring him on when they're playing on Sundays? Uh, to have them come in and kind of give a recap of the game. We'll take some phone calls. People can uh, they can melt down if they're pissed off after a loss or you know just uh, anything you want to talk about. But we're gonna we're gonna jazz it up a little bit too. We're gonna throw in a little bit of mystery trivia. We're gonna do some other stuff too. I, I'm gonna figure out ways to make this a little outside of the box. I think a lot of the Bucks coverage is way too cookie cutter, you know. So uh, <laughs> no pun intended, Dirk. Uh, but we'll. we'll <laughs> We'll try to make it as entertaining as possible because I don't want people that don't care about football to be like, oh, I got saw two outs, two more fast. You know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll throw in some uh, some bondage for Ryan's friends. You know, all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff, man. It'd be great. Um, all right, so quick recap of the Bucks game uh, preseason, first preseason game. Yeah. So the starters are going to most of them aren't playing. The ones that are playing, maybe one series. What did you think about? The opening drive. The Bucks got the ball first. Yep. And uh, this is a brand new offensive system. Bruce Arians offense, which being ran by Byron Leftwich, um, who quarterback for the Bucks back in the day. Um, but then he, I think he lost the job to Josh Freeman, actually. Yeah, I think so. Oh, we uh, we let him go the actually I think the day that we drafted McCoy or that same week. Yeah. So it was a series of events where Leftwich was out, McCoy was in, and that's when you got Josh Freeman stepping up to ultimately disappoint everyone and mm. really let us down. Yeah, yeah. He started uh, collecting reptiles and doing cocaine in South Tampa allegedly, and boom, that's what happens. Um, so a lot of people were really worried there's so many we talked about this earlier so many people either love or hate Jameis winston that's gonna happen yeah uh you know because uh the off the field stuff that's happened uh and and of course on the field he he's a gunslinger and he makes mistakes and people get pissed off they don't want a guy that's going to throw interceptions uh as often as he does where in my opinion i i see a guy that's trying everything in his power to win a football game because he knows the defense is going to allow 35 points well and that's that's kind of the problem. That's one of the biggest cons with Jameis Winston is that we've learned that from his days at FSU, he's just a guy that tries to do too much yeah. sometimes. Um, and it a lot of times hasn't worked out in his favor. You've got countless boneheaded moves that he's made. And sometimes I swear he's forgotten how to play football. Yeah. Uh, just some of the interceptions that he's thrown and the mistakes that he's made. But when B.A. came to Tampa, new head coach Bruce Arians, one of the things he said about Jameis is it's like 70% mental mm -hmm. because Jameis Winston, we can talk about the mistakes, but at the same time, this is a guy who is breaking records for the Buccaneers franchise. He has at all the, the tools. He knows how to throw every pass. He, right. knows that he knows everything. He's athletic. He works his ass off. He's 
Uh, it's cliche, but he really is the first guy in the locker room and the last guy to leave every day. He He's very passionate. So just to have that, we talked about Ben Roethlisberger. You saw him sit on his helmet for a whole practice. Yeah. Jameis is never going to do that. This guy is very enthusiastic, but to a fault. Sometimes his enthusiasm gets a little too amped up, and he'll throw a ball 20 yards too far, and a guy will intercept it. So yep. Bruce Arians was brought in to whisper him. That's why he has a book called The Quarterback Whisperer. Oh, yeah, and sweet if you, nothings. If you want to equate that to a wild horse, because you hear whisper, you think a horse whisperer, right? Uh, if James is a wild horse, you need somebody to – Rain him in, and that's exactly what I saw Friday night. I saw a guy that was cool, collected, and making snap decisions. And it's hard to get sacked when you get rid of the ball in 1.5 seconds. And that's something, too, is uh, to credit why Jameis was looking so calm, which is most important, the first-team offensive line played fairly well. Really well. Uh, yeah, and that's something great you want to see because when he has time to make decisions – Chances are he's not going to make as many mistakes as he normally does. But even if there is a situation where he has to get himself out of trouble, we saw it on the first drive of the Pittsburgh game. He's got some wheels on him, man, and he can get away from people. He's so elusive for a guy that's not super fast. He's a lot like Ben Roethlisberger, where he's kind of a big body that's elusive. You know, you sometimes you I don't see know about elusive with Big Ben. Dude, I've watched that guy move around in the pocket in a four-yard radius and make four people miss, it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. It's almost like Kung Fu Theater. And Jameis is kind of like that in a lot of ways. You, there's some highlights of him uh, running 17 to 20 yards for a first down where you go, how the hell did he do that? Yeah. He did that Friday night. He does some weird pivot. He does a spin move like Allen Iverson in his heyday. And then he's down the sideline not throwing an interception. Exactly. I, I think it's something he should trademark because we've seen it so many times. He, he rolls out looks through his progressions, can't find anything, and he does exactly like you said, this weird pivot, and he goes yeah. outside the back of the pocket and runs up the sideline for at least a first down. And he's like breaking the ankles of these uh, defensive linemen like they're defending a basketball game, and he yeah. just he put a move on him, put a crossover on him, basically, and he leaves him standing there. Problem is, in the past, he makes that move, then he throws the ball into double coverage, and bad things can happen. Either he makes the best play ever, or he's a jerk-off that just threw an interception, and everybody's like, get that crab stealer out of here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and all the negativity hits. All, all the crab leg references I heard, because I wore my Color Rush Winston jersey to the Pittsburgh game. Hell yeah. Walking around Heinz Field. Yeah. A, a beautiful stadium, by the way. It really is. It, they do this cool thing whenever Pittsburgh's in the red zone, the big ketchup bottles. They go down and Ooh. leak ketchup all over the scoreboard. Oh, sounds delicious. So we've got firing the cannons. They have opening the ketchup. Yeah, I think we're more badass. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so, too. Only thing Heinz did was make me hungry. A lot of subliminal messaging. Oh, man. Yeah. One of my favorite smells in the world is hot French fries with ketchup on them. That ketchup hits the grease in the French fries, and the smell is like warm ketchup. You can almost smell the saltiness in the air. Yeah. If somebody walks by me, like at a football game or in a restaurant, with ketchup on hot fries, I mean, hot enough to where to almost burn your mouth, but the ketchup is on top of them, cooling them off, that to me is so good. I got to go. I'll be back. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I've heard great things about Hinesfield. Also, Heinz Field, very hard to kick field goals in. Oh, nobody's you're ever, telling me. Nobody's uh, been successful with kicks over 50 yards. It's the hardest stadium in the league to kick field, field goals over 50 yards. Well, I'll tell you this. After this first preseason game, I love our big gay kicker. I love gay. I've been saying Wait, I love gay so much why, in the last couple days. Why is it days. hard to kick at that field? 
because it's right next to a river. It used to be called Three River Stadium because uh, it's like right in the middle of this big riverbed. Um, and the water, the wind comes off uh, like a valley uh, over the where, river. Where, yeah, where the three rivers meet the and wind, across. Yeah, the winds swirl real bad. It's like really, really tough with the winds to kick successfully from a long distance. Our fifth-round draft pick, Matt Gay, uh, he just booted a 55-yarder on Friday night. There you go, kid. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. I mean, he's kicking like 70-yarders in practice almost every day, so his leg is like a cannon. So when they say fire to cannons, they need to yell that out when he goes on the field after he takes his job, uh, which he's it's his job to lose right now. Let's face fire it. the gay cannons. Oh, my God. We're going to fire the cannons. Gay army. I say, let's start uh, all the gay stuff uh, for the football games. I love it. They were they were saying uh, at Bucks training camp, they, it was the day of the takeover they had out there. Uh, one of the chants that was started among the many was, let's go gay. Okay. I like it. I've heard that chant in Ybor City several times. not a big yeah. deal. Uh, 727-579-1025-800-771-1025. I had a gay all-time last night at Sides Players. I it's saw. It's a very good time, Wigs and Wit. I may have been one of the... Very few straight people there last night. It, it couldn't have been more it was fun. Was gay heavy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. uh, drag queens and comedians, and uh, yeah, yeah. The gay community comes out big time for the drag shows. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's always a fun crowd. I've never been to one that wasn't fun. You know I what heard, I mean? I heard about your wig on the on the ride in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I think it's a good look. I look good, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I want to see it. Start coming out to Panama. You know uh, yeah, I should have. I should have cabo aboed. I should have been. Yeah, absolutely. You it's, a, it's, a, it's the wrong Van Halen, but you're young. You don't oh, know any better. You, uh, yeah. My bad. You My wear bad. those glasses last night? Uh, no. Good. I don't know why you don't like these glasses. I just, I've seen, I like you with dark rimmed glasses. You Fine. look like my grandmother, that's all. Look. Sweetheart, you call me Bobby. <laughs> okay, you want some basketball soup, hey, bye, Bobby? Huh? I'm dead, sweetie. I miss you. Oh, God. I didn't I miss uh, you. I miss you, Bobby. <laughs> I'm going to see you when you sleep tonight. I didn't notice them when you got here either. Oh. Uh, I, I, Anna didn't say anything, no. but she noticed them. I legitimately didn't realize that you had different glasses. You don't look in my eyes, Ryan. I don't. You're never going to be um, Bobby's favorite that way. You're not kink enough for me anymore, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Maybe I'll put two ball gags on my eyes and you'll like me better. <laughs> on your eyes? That's not where they go. Yeah, I know. You know it's where they go. not where they go. Over there. Now you're hanging out in a castle. You like you're a Lannister. Weirdo. Taking pictures of nipples and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I know. That's get, what I do. Get yourself kicked off Facebook. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Dad, how come you couldn't put our pictures of first day of school on your Facebook? Because your daddy's a weirdo, buddy. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? I actually got those pictures up before I got banned on Facebook. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. You did all that creepy stuff and then hugged your kids this morning. Yep, I did. Uh, so, we talk about that first drive. Jameis, flawless. I believe he uh, he had one incompletion. He threw for like 40 yards. The run game looked really, really good. Yeah. He had Ronald Jones, who's put on a little bit of weight. He was like, everybody called him a bust last year. Really, He never really got started. I think he only had 20-something carries all year. He, he did more on Friday night than he did pretty much all of August of yeah. last year. He looked great, and so did Peyton Barber. So did uh, Abam Bumbabwa, uh, however you say his <laughs> last name. And... Uh, but I really I think the credit needs to go to this offensive line because their new offensive line coach, they have two of them. The, the coaching is everything to me. Alex Kappa, who couldn't even get on the field, he couldn't replace Beninock last year. He looked pretty damn good Friday. And I watched, I watched that first drive, I don't know, 
10 times. Yeah, and, and that was a big discussion was at that position. You've got Alex Kappa, and then you've got Or Watford, a guy that they brought in they this offseason. Brought, off in, brought in a couple Arizona. months ago, yeah. And one of the things that Watford came in and said, he said, I'm here to take jobs on Twitter. You mm-hmm. know how players kind of do that. Uh, he's actually he pretty got, good on Twitter. I like Watford's yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he, good. His Twitter's good, but uh, Friday night he had two holding calls yeah, and no. uh, didn't do us any favors. Mm-mm, no. So right now it looks like Kappa's in the front running for that start job. We should we should do like a Twitter award. Ooh, this is a good idea. Write this down. Right. Uh, when Rhett comes in, Buccaneer Twitter award. Who wins Buccaneer Twitter? And has to be a player. Uh, we'll give away a Buccaneer Twitter award uh, because some of the Bucks are great. My favorite Buck on uh, Twitter. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I'm a barbecue guy. Ryan Jensen. Ryan Jensen. Yeah. The guy. The guy is. He knows his barbecue, and he's constantly putting up his barbecue porn. Uh, he throws down. I've got him on Instagram, and I'll, I'll tell you this. I actually, you know, American Social uh, near downtown. Yeah, yeah, we we broadcast live. That we actually did the draft from there two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I uh, one of the Lightning Watch parties we had. I met him outside of there, and he was just standing there waiting for his truck to get valeted. You ever seen this guy's truck? Uh, no, dude. Like a 2016 Dodge Ram 2500 Cummins, but it's on a custom lift kit, custom rims and tires. This thing is beautiful. Where does he afford that? Oh, gee, I really yeah. wonder. Sad. I like the fact that everybody else is driving like uh, Lamborghinis and like Bentleys, and he's got him a big-ass truck. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. We also look pretty similar, the hair color. We got that going for each Very other. Very handsome, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we can get together and hang out sometime. I think we're close. I, I, I want to hit him up. I think I have actually tweeted out. I'm like, hey, man, anytime you want to have a barbecue throwdown, uh, holler at your boy. You know? Oh, yeah. I think I don't know. I, maybe he's like, uh, well, he's got a blue check, but he's nighttime radio. So uh, well, let me know when Mike Calton wants to uh, throw down a barbecue. He has a big green egg, so maybe we'll let him do it. Um, I have an idea, and it's a game I want to play with you, Red. I want I want to go way back because you're a youngster. You're 20? 20, yep. 20, 20 years old. So – I've been a Bucks fan since I don't know, nineteen seventy six, their first season. Mm-hmm. When I was four years old. My dad made me a Bucks fan. He goes, That's it. We have a team now. You're a Bucks fan. Is that when they were established? Uh yeah. Yeah. Nineteen seventy six first season. Well they, yeah. they announced it in seventy four. Yeah. They announced the stadium and they broke ground, all that stuff. The stadium, old Tampa Stadium's where the Tampa Tarpon I mean, I'm sorry, the Spartans. You, the Tampa University Spartans had a football team. Or University of Tampa Spartans, I'm sorry, had a football team, and that's where they played back in the 60s and stuff. So, also the Tampa Bay Bandits. Well, they played in the 80s. Uh, I was a big Bandits fan, too. Yeah, uh, yeah we used to get all the that? I want to bring that back for the XFL, man. Will actually bought me a Tampa Bay Bandits T-shirt for my birthday. Is that football, awesome. too? It was a USFL, which was like a competitive uh, spring league. Donald Trump's football league. Yeah, that's right. He did own them. But we had a team in Tampa, the Tampa Bay Bandits, that was uh, partially owned by Burt Reynolds. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. We had uh, – he would be at the games, and Steve Spurrier, old Gators coach, was our head coach. And we had uh, Gary Anderson, number 40, was our running back, ended up playing for the Bucks in the 90s. I mean, I know a little bit about him, you know what I mean? Uh, Doug Williams played for the Oklahoma Outlaws. I have that jersey at the house, too. I should wear it tomorrow. Oh, it's a little bit I know nothing. This is, you're just speaking Japanese right now. I'm going to quiz Red Matthew. Uh-oh. On Buccaneers from 1976. Let's see how much of a fan you really are, Red. Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I think I'm going to be. This is going to be good. Oh, man, I don't know if it will. All right, Red. I will give you the name. You give me the position. I'll make it a little bit easier. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Mark Cotney. <laughs> Mark Cotney. 
He went to Ohio State University. Oh, Mark Cotney. Oh, man, I remember Mark Cotney, boy. Oh, stud. Already off to a terrible start. I'm going to guess wide receiver. Oh! Oh, Donna, would you like to steal? Mark Cotney. What position did he play? Mark Cotney. Sorry, what did you say, Red? I said wide receiver, which was wrong. Okay, which was wrong. Okay. Can I get an offensive or defensive um, group? You know what? For you, (laughs) yeah. He was an offensive player, Mark Cotney. He was in the offensive group. Okay. Not not a group. He was one person. Mark Cotney. I say that he was a... He was a running back. That's correct, Ryan. I'm gonna say he was a tackle. Correct. Do you have it? Do you have it up there? No, I actually have my tweet deck up right here. Yeah, Mark Cotney, Ohio State tackle. I remember he was very, very good. Okay, uh, we'll go to the next position here. I'll be happy if you get any. Well, if I there's some that you'll have. I've got a feeling that I'm I'm gonna get at least one or two. But yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah. Um, some of these names are great too, man. I love these. Um, Bert Cooper. Oh, man. Oh, Bert. My man, Bert. I'll tell you where Bert Cooper went to college. Bert Cooper, the Florida State Seminole. Why are you thumbsing I down, Anna? What, what do you have against FSU? Go Gators. Yeah. yeah. Go Gators. <laughs> chomp, chomp. All right. Uh, let's, we're, we're, uh, we're stalling here. Um, yeah, we are. I'm doing this on who's, purpose. Who's Burt Cooper? What, what position? <laughs> Who is Burt Cooper? Um, is it a position that I've guessed before? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Look, man, Cannon Fire Podcast. You got to represent. No, I really should. I really should know this, but I'll be honest with you. That 76 team. There's only a few names that pop out to me. So if I have to guess, linebacker. If you had to guess, you think. Old Burt Cooper sounds like a linebacker. How'd you do it? Oh! Oh my God! Oh. He's just naturally good. Oh. At this. Is that part of the offensive group or the no, defensive? That's, that's defensive group. Okay. Yeah, definitely linebacker. Yeah, I totally knew that one. Oh yeah, yeah. old Burt. Look, I didn't remember Burt. I was four. Okay. Boop. I was four. Um, is uh, is your co-host Evan listening or no? Uh, he might be. All right. Um, yeah, that 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 that's a toss-up. <laughs> I like him, man. He is very, very smart. Though. Yeah, he, he he really is a knowledgeable guy. We've been doing podcasts together for close to five years. Really? Okay. Yeah, man. All right, since you were in middle school, that's great. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get the next one. Uh, you're now uh, one and one. That's that's way better than I thought you were going to do, to be honest oh, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ryan has also gotten one, and Anna is uh, right, on, right where I know. thought you would be. Yeah. Not, not, it's not over yet, buddy. Clueless. All right, from 1976, the uh, inaugural year. For the Buccaneers, we'll go to another. Oh, this is an easy one, dude. This guy, very popular Buck. Old Danny Reese. Danny Reese. Danny Reese. Yeah, man. What a guy. Oh, what old a guy. Danny. Perennial Hall of Famer, if I, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, if I remember correctly. No, probably not. Oh, no. man. No. <laughs> Danny Reese. God, this is really bumming me out. I feel like I shouldn't do any type of Bucks talk after this. No, you just have to. Now you're going to be become like a, a student of the Bucks. You're going to go back and you're going to really uh, do the research and, and familiarize yourself. And with don't the get me wrong, there are some old Buck names that I do know. Of course, it, it's just like Danny Reese, uh, like Danny Reese, the late great what Danny, if Danny Reese. Danny Reese is listening. Dead. A lot of <laughs> he probably is. A lot of the Bucks. <laughs> they 
when they when they move here to play here, they don't they don't leave. You know, like my buddy Ian Beckles, he's from Montreal, and he's like, you know what? I live in paradise now, and he now he's a, a straight up Tampanian. Uh, so that a lot of people, that's that's what happens, man. They just stare Derek Brooks. I mean, they stay here, the, they live here. The Florida heat and humidity just traps you until you die. That's why nobody leaves. Look, I don't like the heat and humidity either, but it's still paradise. We live in the best place ever. It's the best. I love it here. It's, it's way better than Houston. Am I right, Ryan? Yeah. 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 Houston I hear is kind of bobo right now. You'd be a real jackass to want to live there. I don't even know why you'd consider it, to be honest with you. Idiot. Could you imagine being a Dallas fan in Houston? Can't imagine. Oh, I'm still on the clock. Uh, Danny Reese. Let's go running back. Wrong. Wrong. Anna for the steal. Go ahead. You know the question. Offensive or defensive group? Uh, defensive group. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing. Defensive line man. That's a great guess. Line man. That was a great guess, but no, you fail. Okay, I'm going to throw some easy ones out there. These Are you ready for some super so easy ones? So what was he? Oh, he's a defensive back. That's what I said. No, he said a oh, line said man. defensive line man. Which means he climbs power lines and, and, and fixes people's electricity in their neighborhood whenever a hurricane comes through. You failed. All on his pads and jersey. Oh, dude, that's how they did it back in the old days. Uh, Steve Spurrier was part of the uh, Buccaneers roster before he was a coach. Steel. What? What was he? He was a quarterback. Is your name on a oh, oh, boy. Man. But you can't steal until he guesses. Yeah, I, I, thought this, I thought this game was centered around me. Honestly. It is. Oh, okay. This is it's his all segment. About you. It's not all about you. Yeah, idiot. Uh, ooh, here's, a, here's an easy one. That uh, There's no way you'll miss this one, Rhett. Uh, I'd be willing to bet a million dollars that you definitely know. You know what? I bet a million dollars you won't you won't get this one. Steve Young, 1976 Bucks. Steve Young, what position did Steve Young play? Anybody? I'm stumped. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, Steve. I've never heard of anyone named Steve Young. Steve Young. I got you. What did he play? Tight end. Oh my God, he had a tight end. I mean, I saw pictures of him. That is almost almost acceptable by the judges. Running back. That's a Hall of Fame ass. Running back. It was America's ass before America's ass. Yeah. yeah. Mascot. You guys are asses. Uh, this is uh, this Steve <laughs> Young is not the one you think of. This guy was actually an offensive tackle. So oh. uh, it's a very white boy name. So, I mean, that easily could happen. All right. I'll give you uh, one more and, uh, and see if you can get this one right. This is, this is an easy one. And this one, this is going to blow your mind. This guy stayed in my house for two weeks because he was taking classes in my dad's class, my dad's a retired professor. He was uh, still getting his degree when he was playing for the Bucks, and actually stayed in my house for two weeks while he was getting his apartment. And uh, I don't have to see the position because I know him. I remember shaking his hand when I was. Uh, this was probably nineteen seventy nine, nineteen eighty, I think. And I remember his. Uh, I was like seven or eight years old, and his hand covered my entire arm. He was a very large man. The man I'm referring to is Cedric Brown. Cedric Brown. What Rhett? position? Rhett? No, Anna, this one's on you. No, this you is all really about confident. you. This, you is, were really uh, this is your game, Cedric Rhett? Brown stayed in my house in Seminole Heights. Cedric Brown. Nice guy. I think he did. It was either him or another black guy. Wow. <laughs> but I remember meeting him at my house. I was young. I think he did stay at my house.
Cedric Brown. Are you, you're asking me. My dad was definitely his instructor for a while as a professor. Okay, yeah. well, since it's up to me, yeah, um, we're gonna go safeguard. Se- <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing, but damn, Woo! <laughs> you are close. He was a defensive back. He was a safety. Cedric Brown. That's what I said safeguard. Yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah, I'll give it to yeah. you. No, nah, just have it. Have it. Yeah! Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do What the Hell News. You going to stick around with us there, Rhett? Oh, yeah. I'd Sweet. love to. I want, your, uh, I want your family to tune in just in case, uh, I don't know, we want to do something crazy like play a replay over our- uh, I hate you so what much. What do I? We might want to do that. You never know. I'll give him a call. Uh-huh. Coming up in What the Hell News, who is Tom Grady? Oh, my Ooh. God. Did I just mispronounce it? Nope. We'll tell you who it is next. It's the Johnny B Show on 102.5 The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.